This is PA announcer Jeremiah Gallegos for Austin FC. You're listening to the Texas Ring of Fire podcast. Yo, 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 what do you do? It's RB22. Hey, guys, how's it going? This is Sunshine. Hey, and this old soccer guy, man. What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up, man? How y'all been? Good, good. How are, how are y'all? It's been a while since it's just been a little 88, Austin, Dallas, Houston. Little talk, yeah. No, it, yeah, it's cold. cold over. It's it's cold over here in uh, Dallas. We got that uh, cold front coming in. You guys cold over there? Or what? Oh yeah, yes. it's cold already. Yeah, yeah. Man, some cold air. Drop. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that didn't hit yesterday though. While we were at, at the Austin versus Atlas game. Oh yeah, that would have that would have been horrible. Horrible. Man, how, how how was the ambiance out there? Was it? pretty good like a normal game day or what yeah so it was it was awesome to be back at q2 with you know pretty much the verde family los verdes la murga everybody that's part of you know this austin fc but i was there with with russell lee with russell lee bussart my son he's the you know the little real og rb22 everyone was like oh so you're you're the fake one <laughs> and i'm like nah i mean <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so, but yeah, he's, I know, I, I manifested this little RB22, so yeah, we, I took him, that's what he wanted to do for his birthday as a gift, so, you know, I had to give him what he wanted for his birthday, so we were there, showed up early so we could get some good seats, because I figured, you know, like you say, you know, even though it's a preseason game, I figured it was going to be pretty packed, and yeah, it was pretty packed, man. I don't know if we sold out or not, but I saw empty seats. The atmosphere was there, though. It didn't go nowhere from last season. And you did an interview? No, I didn't interview nobody. No, no, you didn't interview nobody. You were interviewed. Oh, I saw yeah. Russell, I saw Russell Lee in the picture. <laughs> did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw it was uh, uh, with uh, uh, Jose, wasn't it? Oh yeah, no. yeah. I, I I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but I mean I'm sure, man. Uh, yeah, we after the the game we went and did a an interview and the Atlas fans, man, they were they were crunk, bro. They they were live, so it was cool. Were you guys some competition out there or what? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, they they were doing their chant and all that. And, you know, I mean they're the champions of of Mexico, so they're they're doing their little trophy tour. Which there is was awesome. A lot of, there was a lot of a lot of fans out there for us. Yeah. Yes, bro. Yeah, they they Dang. marched they marched in like, like it was pretty cool. Well, actually, while I was uh, they they were doing all that, you know, I I had you know maybe had had a beer or two, you know, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I I was I'm all in the video. It hasn't dropped yet, but I'm sure it's you know I'm make myself look like a like a like a clown, but. <laughs> I was, you know, putting the, I'm all like, man, throwing up my Austin FC while they're all doing their chant and all that, and I'm like the only one. But yeah, I mean that it was cool that they brought that, you know, all the fans here and whoever traveled from 
Mexico over here, you know, whoever knows all those chants and all that, that's awesome. I did, I did run into Elises, which is a buddy of ours that, you know, we used to play crossfire with, but I ran into him and uh, he was like right there while I was like all throwing my Austin FC logo up. He was all right there. And I looked to the side and he kind of like tapped me on my shoulder or I think it maybe it was his brother, but uh, you know, I told them what's up and they all, they knew the chance and everything too. So yeah, man, that atmosphere was awesome. That's but cool. uh, yeah, I mean, you, you were talking about trying to come, right? Sunshine you couldn't make it. Yeah. I was trying to go, but I had, I, I had this little graduation today at work, and so I had to stay here for that. But or else I, I would have gone because it was it's a good game. I mean, the the tickets were pretty cheap too, so I was like, hey, let's let's give it a go. But it didn't work out. But we'll we'll see you guys there for, for uh, Copa Texas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I watched it on TV though, so it was I'm glad it was a pretty good game. Yeah. So the <laughs> like like I I mean we'll just go ahead and talk about that game real quick uh me and russell you know we, we showed up early showed up to hop squad and ran into jose you know from oak army shout out to him and we we had a few beers there and talking about what we thought our takes on austin and pretty much our expectations for this season and everything that we saw last night from last night's game we we pretty much have reasonable expectations for what we expect of this Austin FC team this season. We expect I, to go far, you know, have a playoff competing team. What's that, bro? I, I, I saw a tweet out there saying your boy Jimenez messed up. I didn't see the game, but what, what happened there? I, I haven't seen any highlights, bro. And neither one who gave up the PK? Well, they didn't have a PK. Oh, no, they no, no. Right. Y'all had the yeah. PK shit at the end. What did yeah. he? I don't, Jed. I don't remember what he did. He didn't do nothing. Yeah, he probably he probably slipped up, or whatever. I mean, it happens. I mean, they're professionals, mm -hmm. but all in all, I mean, it was a good game. Redes, you know, probably not not so great of a game. Who else? Keller uh, continue uh, to shine. Romania, Romania. He he looked kind of off, man. He 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 did have some good moments, but there was just more moments that he looked kind of slow, maybe out of shape, you know, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if it was the, and I, I'm sorry for my voice. Cause I, you know, yesterday, man, we were out there getting it out there yelling. <laughs> our... <laughs> like, man, I lost my voice. Yeah, man. You know, it's so I apologize if I'm all kind of, kind of horsey, but Romania, Romania came off at halftime and on came Keller for him and Keller, man, he just, Pretty much to me, if you know, he solidified his job there, dude. His earn, you know, his starting position. And Already? OSG, OSG, you called it, man. Dude, I did. I called it. I even went back to the minute in the episode that I called it in. <laughs> so it's marked. <laughs> but that man, that man, he's a good player and he looks good every time out there. Like he's been in the league for a few years already. So uh, good grab. There's this, there's this video on. Twitter, I think, if you guys can find it or if I can find it or whatever, I'll tag you guys. But this guy, he's – you should see the way he looks over these Atlas players. He's huge, man. He comes in and the ball's coming and he, he like, literally just puts his chest out there and, like, rolls that dude, like, rolls around that dude with his chest, you know, and just bodies him and just heads the ball out, dude. And 
he's probably like, I don't know, maybe six inches <laughs> bigger than the guy. And he's not even jumping or anything. And he just looks like you say, a guy that's been in the league for a while, like this kid is, I don't know how all these teams passed him up or why they passed up on him in the draft, but thank you. Like, seriously, thank you for that one. Cause Danny Pereira and Kip Keller, you know, from the super draft and look at them ball out for us, dude. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's, he's a big, he's a big body. Years in a row. Six, six foot three. That's a big defender. Yeah. So already dude, starter Kip Keller. Congrats to you, man. Hey, and I'm, I'm excited. And what's his Jersey number? He's number 15. He picked up uh, Pereira's number. All right, number 15, y'all. Root him on. So, Fagu, Fagu came on for Redes and at halftime. And it was 1-0 already at halftime. Atlas was up on us. Probably, that's probably how they're saying he managed, messed up, maybe he slipped up or something. But, yeah, there was a, it was pretty much just a pass to the back of the, the goal for them. Fagundes came on for Redes. Fagundes, he looked great on the left wing, dude. He was on the man, left side. I saw I saw that highlight. I know you're gonna get to it, but man, that shot he had. I thought that shot was gonna go in. So he he had dude, there was like three times where he just had all this space. He made he was juking players out, making them go one way, and he was going the other way. And oh man, like this team, this team just was so exciting to watch last night. They were good. It was fun to watch. And Fagundes, like you said, he had that shot. And you know what I'm talking about, right? That curler that he had? Yeah, he had he, he, had, he had two of them. He had two of them, mm-hmm. but I know exactly what you're talking about, the highlight yeah. that's going around right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I was I was right there, right at the angle, man. and He was not far off. It did look like he was going in. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't know what happened with Fagundes. I don't know why he got subbed off, but I think in the 76th minute, Dominguez, Cecilio Dominguez came on for him. There's a, you know, rumor saying that they're saving him to start him, you know, play a full 90 on Saturday. But, I mean, why, why yeah, not I mean, play it, a full it, game at home? It's one of those players that that you already know what he's going to bring to the table. That's true. That's true. And him playing on the left, dude, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm not kidding. He he deserves to be on that spot. I mean, I know Cecilio Dominguez. That's what he likes to play is his nat, you know, his natural position and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. man, Fagundes on the left, bro. Like, oh my god! I know he missed that curler, but I mean, do you remember that goal that he scored against y'all in Frisco? No, nah, I, I I'm quick to forget those. <laughs> well, check it out, and yeah. it's 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 everything I'm telling you. He was on the left yeah. side, the left wing, you know, cut into the right, you know, took a shot, Ronaldo type, you know, sh- cutting in, cutting in, cut, you know, and taking those curler shots. Was well, a right-footed player. That those are the the favorite ones that you have. Like you'll you'll make. You can you could either fake outside to the left and come back inside to the right and take the shot, or if the defender reads it, you fake it, take the shot in the inside, and then go back out to the left. And as uh, whenever he plays on the right side, I think he becomes like one dimensional because he's not going to want to take that shot from the inside using his left foot. And so I, I think having him on that left side, like I said, you, 
it makes him like a, a dual threat where he could, could either go in the inside or the outside. And when you put him on the right side, he he's only going to cross it or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So, uh, well, yeah, on the broadcast last night, they were talking about uh, Josh Wolf was mentioning y'all are going to probably start your full squad and go a potential full game uh, next week preparing for the season. So that's probably – what you were what you were looking at? Why some players probably didn't play as long as you thought, or even for those too, because they're going to play. See your starting eleven next Saturday, I guess is when your game is. Well, next Saturday on you mean like no this Saturday today? I'm mean, I'm sorry, this Saturday. I was going to say, well, next Saturday, I would hope to see our starting eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, this this Saturday, this it, it's this Saturday, right? We all play. Yeah. On the last preseason game, yeah, it's yep. already here. Last preseason game, yes, sir. We only we've only talked about it and dreamt about it, but it's finally here. So how was y'all? How was y'all's PK? Since I didn't see it. So the the PK. So so Dominguez is the one that came in. And I mean, I don't know if you guys remember me saying it, but the way he can cut, you know, he makes those cuts, and yeah. you know, makes defenders kind of stick that leg out for him to him and. They clip, they clipped him, yeah. They clipped him, and PK down he goes. Similar so, to that goal he had in Houston, or what? <laughs> Where he he was going down the left side, and he he did the bicycle. Oh man, yeah, you like that one, right? Hey, that that was a banger. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was. Yeah, so he goes down. And last season, Dominguez was the guy who would take penalty kicks for us, but this season, Riusi took it. Oof. Yeah. So it was – I mean, that's fine. Why not have more than one person that can score a penalty for you? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you need that anyways. Yes, sir. And it's very professional, Dominguez, to go down, you know, get the penalty and let Driussi still take the shot, you know, even though Dominguez earned the penalty. So Driussi well, – Coming into that, the season, uh, Cecilio Dominguez was basically your DP, right? I mean, he is our DP. I mean, but, like, he's supposed to be, like, number one, like – the the face of Austin and then it it slowly became Pagundes, right? Yeah, I guess you can say that. I feel like right now though they they have they're making it just verde, so they're not yeah. really trying to have a one person. Which, I mean, like you said, we're so invested in in the players. We want to know yeah. more and more about them. We know the whole team, so it's easy for them to market a verde instead of just needing you know like a sebastian ferreira or a, yeah or a pepe you know so it, mm-hmm. it's it's easy it and, and it's better that way because that way it doesn't matter who comes and who leaves they always have that market there yeah it's like a company you have your culture once you have that set then you bring like-minded players into that culture and it's easier to get them rolling rather than oh we have this player <laughs> now he's gone and so is our winning streak. Yep. So he Riusi takes the penalty, scores it one one. We tie. End of match. But you know, for for the game, both teams look good. Uh, Felipe Martins, he looked good. Owen Wolf, Owen Wolf, old soccer guy. You watched the game yesterday. Yeah, he he stands out. Dude, he looks Owen so Wolf, pretty good. Dude. Oh my God, boy! He's so gonna I'm get some about homegrown. 
That's what I'm talking about. Our homegrown player. Look at that. He looked That's amazing. Right. Yeah, dude, well, for real. He's going to get some good minutes this season. We'll see about what, good minutes. But, what do you think yeah. he did well in that match? The way he just created space, the way he – like, I don't know if it was because he's, like, a new player, no one's really threatened by him or whatever, but people just weren't really, I guess, trying to pressure him. But maybe it's just the way he carried the ball. Like, when he receives his ball, he uses his body so well to protect the ball. So he can pretty much, like, make those turns. And every turn mm-hmm. he made, he would just – you know, make those 180 turns, create space, and just go with the ball, dude, and then have open field. And, oh, man, moment of brilliance, you know, just making these key passes. He had a few shots that, you know, he could have connected a little better with, but, hey, he's 17 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. gives he, – he, he, he's the six, man. People are saying eight. Eh, I feel like if he really, really wants to, you know, be something and – a six. A six is something. It's like one of those trades that nobody wants to do, you know, but everybody needs, you know, a six, man, because everybody has an eight. Everybody likes to go up and push up and all that. But every team needs your true six, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's where we should really invest our time in is trying to create him at that into that role like a six. Be, he's gonna be a good, good kid, good kid. That's a, that's a. Hopefully, he sticks around with Austin for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's going to Europe. You saw that guy that tweeted a text ring of fire. He was saying mm-hmm. that that you know he's probably gonna end up in Europe. So, which uh, is a good well. call. It's a good call. I, I can see the kid going to Europe at an early age. All he has to do is graduate high school. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, worry about that first, kid. <laughs> yeah, graduate he's, high he's school. Probably, he's probably homeschooling. He's, he's not, is he going to school? Or you probably don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's going to school. He's. I mean, no, he's homeschooling. He's not public. Schooling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But yeah, if any, if if anybody can mentor him, you know, it's Fagundes. Fagundes was homegrown at 15. So, but yeah, yeah. Austin FC looks great. You know, there's a lot of expectations for them. And this game comes off of that trip to Houston, which, old soccer guy, I know you liked that game. You were there for that one, front front row and center for that. Front row took, took, took advantage of my season tickets. For some reason, I took an Austin fan with me in the car ride to Houston and let him take advantage of my seats and let him introduce himself to – his 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 fans and not his fans, but I I guess they could, they could be his fans too. But the Austin FC players who were warming up ten feet away from us the whole time, so RB twenty two got there to got out there to advertise. But you know it was it was fun being there. It was you know a good first ten minutes for me, and then after that, just enjoyed the game as much as I could. Yeah, so Houston started the game off, and they were. Man, they were looking great, and I was sitting there like, dang, man. It's going to be like last season, 3-0, because they were just creating chances, you know, and looking strong, fast, beating us. We looked like we weren't ready, and I was just getting nervous. And then your your guy got hurt. Uh, what, What's his name? Here, Esquilo. Coco. Yeah. Coco. 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 Yeah, he got hurt. 
And Coco got hurt, and after that, you know, the momentum just shifted to Austin FC. And Cecilia Dominguez, he, you know, got that y'all y'all made one bad pass. Cecilia Dominguez picks it up, you know, puts it in the back of the net clinically. And after that, hey, it's a go. Cecilia Dominguez, he's woken up. He has his confidence. And even during uh, warm-ups while I was watching him shoot and all that, he, he, you could just see that he was, he was ready. He was ready to be there, ready to play, trying to make sure that, I guess, Wolf could see that he was on the, on the pitch. And that second goal, like you were talking about, Sunshine, that bigger, beautiful goal. Oh, yeah. Goal. That, was, that was really good. It almost started with a mistake from Stuber playing out from the back. That was a close one. Yeah, but hey, it's all about how you finish, right? Yeah, you you know you know what I'm talking about, right? Where um, well, actually, yeah, yeah. On on that play, it wasn't just about the finish. That play started from the keeper and worked its way all the way up the field. I think someone counted eleven passes over thirty four seconds or so, or however many seconds it was, and and then and then the great it was a great finish, but it, it was that, eight players was, involved as well. Eight, yeah, maybe. Eight players, something like that. But yeah, so that was the, you know, get out of pressure from the back with almost a mistake, like he said, and then boom, shit. <laughs> you know, capitalize off of it. It it really started off. Of, that's when your um, when your center mid got hurt, right? That Coco. Or so what's his name? Coco got hurt. Then they scored. Quintero made that stupid mistake where he just turned and made a blind blind switch. Which means you're going across the goal, and his his right back was there, but so was one of Austin players, and he just intercepted it, put it in the net, and then three minutes later is you know when they played out of the back and scored the second goal. Yeah, and then you can go about 13 minutes later, and RB22 will tell us about that. Yeah, Quintero on that play on that first goal, I'd say it was more of Steve Clark's fault. Then Quintero. Quintero was a, like he he finished that one off for sure. But Steve Clark, like, why are you gonna pass it to your def- like your your attacking guy when he has his back to the defenders? He's having to move forward. He he can't see who's behind him. You're like putting him in a in a high pressure situation, and then Quintero makes that that dumb pass. So I think really it started with Steve Clark, yeah. and and he had like that's on Quintero all the way. I I could. As as Contero, I could have played it right back to Steve Clark, and and then let him make another play, or clear it, or whatever. But instead, I switched the field across my own goal, and that that's more risky than just play it back to play it back to Clark. You're playing the way you pace, but yeah, that was, the whole the whole game changed with that that injury, and then that stupid mistake solidified it, and you know Austin had their fun with it. Yeah, the, the defense looked soft on that sec- second goal with Cecilio. I counted like three or four players in front of him, and none, they were all just backpedaling. Yeah, well, that was that counter play. That, that, that yeah. play happened quick. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, I appreciate y'all talking about my team like that, hyping, hyping my team up. Hey, I'm trying, I'm trying to talk trash on uh, Houston Dynamo for their soft defense. They, they didn't want to go defend anything. Hey, you think their defense was soft? You should have seen their fans. Man, wow! I honestly, I was hyping old soccer guy up. I was like, man, I think I think there's gonna be a lot of fans there. You know, it's gonna be packed. There's gonna be, you know, I I don't know. I th- I just have a feeling. I have a feeling. And he's like, you think so? He's like, I don't think so. It's just a preseason, this and that. 
And I was like, yeah, I get that. But when we played Tigres last year, you know, it was pretty much packed. And he was like, oh, okay, well, all right. You know, getting closer and closer, you know, man, cool, cool, you know. So we get there. Oh, my gosh. Dude, there's more people at a Taylor Duck football game. <laughs> I, I can't. Well, well, you gotta, well, like I said, it was a preseason game. I wasn't expecting many people there, and there was a lot less people than they expected to at least go to a cheap game, you know, downtown. But, you know, the 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 game to go by is obviously starting week one, opener next next week, and you know we still got one more preseason to go. But yeah, there was there was nobody there, you know, which made it easy for. RB22 to, to pick out Austin fans. I mean, Houston fans, especially this one, I'll, I'll call him, he's a freaking, this one, I call him Harry Potter, but he was being <laughs> obnoxious and, and uh, just talking banter to the, the Austin FC uh, players while they warm up and he wasn't making any sense. But I really wasn't paying no attention. And, you know, RB was doing his thing and just having fun with the fans and, I was literally watching the game and snapping shots. So uh, I think we both enjoyed ourselves. And uh, I never caught an elbow in the rib, and he never caught an elbow in the rib from each other. So that, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that guy was gone talking mess. I, there was a few people I, I was – you know, our team, Austin, would get close to where we were, you know, making a play or whatever. And I would be like, let's go, Austin, let's go. And I could hear a whole bunch of people, man, F Austin. Austin sucks. Y'all are trash. You know, and I was pretty much the only one. There was one other person. They were, you know, up in the second tier. And then there was another guy that was sitting to the left up a little bit. But, okay, so I, I walked by this guy, and he had a, a scarf on, and, and he had, <laughs> it had Austin Anthem on it. And I was like, hey, what's up, bro, you know? Uh, let's go Austin. He kind of just gave me this look like, like I was crazy. And I was like, Oh, well you're not Austin. And then he kind of just kept looking at me and I was like, dude, you have Austin Anthem on your scarf. And he was just like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I gave him a card of one of our cards and he was standing with the Houston dynamo guy. And I was like, yeah, man, I was like, me and my buddy are just like y'all over there. He's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And I was like, well, you, you're a Houston fan and he's Austin fan. And then he's like, yeah, exactly. You're not. And I could see underneath his shirt, he was wearing an orange, like an orange Jersey. So I guess, I don't even know if he knew that he was wearing an Austin Anthem scarf or what. (laughs) (laughs) He found it. (laughs) The Harry Potter guy, he was sitting there saying, uh, he was like, you see those banners over there? You see those banners over there? Those are our championships. Those are our MLS cups over there. And I, he's like, what do you know about that? And I was like, boy, you don't know nothing about that. I said, what do you know about that? Isn't that the year you were born? <laughs> all, <laughs> all the... It was a little kid. I mean, not a little kid, but this was like a little 20-year-old Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was funny, man. It was fun. Uh, so, yeah, Danny P, Danny P on the field, man, he, he made a good play, made a good run, and it got to uh, Alex String, you know, threaded the needle with his left. Banger, dude. Freaking beautiful goal. I think better than Cecito's goal, honestly. But And again, I, that, I think that one, too, started off of a bad pass from Steve Clark. playing. Out, he was trying to be pretty, trying to play from the back. 
I think this is the play where he played it off to his left back, and then the left back got you guys did a high press on him, and he panicked and he cleared it and he cleared it out to to uh, Pereira, and then there was a lot more attackers than defenders and and um, Alex Ring finished that off. But I, yeah, but that I, run from Pereira though too. Yeah, he he took like two or three players. And then he, he laid it off to Alex Ring. But, again, it all started from the back. Steve Clark trying to play from the back, trying to play tiki-taka, and it, it didn't work out for him. Yep. so that was first half, 3-0, halftime. Man, 3-0, halftime. 30 minutes. First 30 minutes. Sorry, I didn't oh, mean well, to add. Well, okay. Well, yeah, 30 minutes. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Thank you for that. Hey, yeah. we are – we are reporting from the fan perspective of the game about all three teams, so I just want to keep it equal there for a second. <laughs> first Man. half, how are you feeling, OSG? Like, what's running through your head? Are you mad? Are you, like, have you nah, given up no, at this point? Or I mean, and RB can probably fucking back this up, but, I mean, you can tell I wasn't mad. I mean, I knew it was preseason. We still have more preseason to go. Bro, um, oh, we've so looked I- good. Old soccer guy walked to the car after the third goal. <laughs> uh, he, he knows I didn't walk to the car because he came in the same car with me. So that means that <laughs> the 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 game ended at the thirtieth episode, the thirtieth minute mark, and there's there's no more to talk about the game, I guess, because we weren't there. <laughs> no, it was. I was just like, whatever, and I expected the team to change at halftime, and it didn't. We kept our players on until the 70th mark, and I was really looking forward to seeing more players. And, you know, it was practice, and I was I want to see all the players that we can, and I wanted us to show better, and you know, I was hoping for the – the second team did actually play better. I don't, I don't think they gave up the goal. I think the fourth goal came still from the first team. No, or was it the second team? I don't even remember. It was, yeah. Just not a good showing, but yeah, that, I mean, that I was, one just Maxi Oruti though. Oruti scored it on you guys. Oh yeah, I remember that one yeah. now because I could have stuck Man. my hand out and stopped the ball. It was going sure. that slower. Yeah, it just squeezed the... in. Do, just do squeezed I even, in. Do, do I even need to say his name again, Steve Clark? God, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder, uh, no wonder they got rid of him. No wonder Portland doesn't have an MLS Cup. Yeah, right. Because that keeper, okay. <laughs> Well, he gets a new beginning, and he's got Nelson behind him who has a lot to show himself still. So keeper is going to be a question mark this season, and we knew that getting a 35-year-old who's not the quickest and the nimblest. He just makes good saves and pumps the team up, you know. Makes good saves if they come to him. Yeah, if they come to him, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, Houston's got a good defense on on that back line if they can – put that midfield together but you know right now austin was when or yeah this is when you really was attacking the goal and the defender thought the keeper was going to get it and the keeper looks at the defender and is like hey you're going to get it and then yeah that, that maxi just touched it right by hey yeah. how'd you feel how'd you feel when he threw up the lv to el batallon no nah, i'm just playing he didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, huh? <laughs> That been messed up, but yeah. So y'all, y'all's fans, man. Back to the fans, like y'all. Why do y'all sit so so far from from the from the actual like game? When you talking about that one supporter group that was sitting on the second tier instead of the first tier? 
<laughs> yeah, like y'all are home. Y'all don't gotta sit far. Y'all can sit close. <laughs> oh, maybe you just hey. T- tickets are cheaper people- up there, man. <laughs> uh, I, I I get it. You were talking about like everybody in the stadium. Okay, I get it. They um those those people were like we don't want to get in trouble. We gotta sit in our seat. <laughs> Maybe somebody else will show up later, and we don't want to have to move. <laughs> I don't know. You couldn't uh, hear any any words. All you heard was <laughs> like I was like, oh my god! Like, what is there? Do y'all have any words, or y'all just have music? But yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'm, I'll be praying for your fan base. I will be praying. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. Like, you know, Houston's been changing everything. Now it's up to the team to perform during the season when the games count. And I expect I expect a good turnout for opening day. And then from, you know, from there out, it'll, you know, it, it's just going to have to grow back. And, you know, it all depends on how the team performs. But right now, everybody else is doing everything they're supposed to. Yeah, that that just sucks. Like hearing that, like the fan base isn't that great, that they weren't loud, and you know OSG pulls up over there. I mean, like that's out of his control. Like he can't do anything about it. Yeah, no, honestly, I mean, they, they they were. I mean, they were loud. They, yeah. you know, they had stuff going on, but it's just everyone was so scattered around, and well, not that many people there. You can't really hear what the lyrics were, which I feel that's kind you of what just, you, you may just be used to um, what Q2. it's like at a uh, Q2. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. You know, you get spoiled with that kind of things. Like we are the best fan base in the MLS, you know, if not competing for it and yeah, you get spoiled with something like that. Yeah. But, then you go well, to these I'll, other... I'll, just, I'll just remind everybody y'all came in second to Atlanta, but y'all use y'all's whole, uh, behind the goal as a supporter section right now with being brand new and y'all have that supporter base. Uh, obviously ours is not the complete width behind the goal either, but like I said, I'm, I'm hoping it gets, it gets back to where those, you know, behind those goals are filled and the stands start getting back to glory time. What we'll see, but uh, you know, I, I still had fun at the game, even though the result enjoyed being there. That was Harvey's first time at that stadium. So it was, you know, cool little experience, even though it was a preseason game. So next time will be better. Austin, guys, y'all come on down. It's all safe. Just like I said, we talked yeah, it about was, it a lot. It was safe. Um, I feel like it was safe just because it wasn't too many. If it would have been more, I feel like more people would have probably been feeling a little bit more brave and, you know, probably running their mouth a little bit more and, you know, you come across that one hothead Austin fan or that one hothead Dynamo fan, and you get a you know a few of them that, together in one place. And I feel like that's where the, the problem starts. You know, yeah, it's the first one that says "fuck Austin" or "fuck Houston." That 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 starts it starts shit. Can't be like, hey, hey, y'all lost, y'all lost, all y'all lost, and then so what, so what? But you know, it's the first person that gets obnoxious, and then it just starts going back and forth. But I mean, we walk I feel, out. I do feel that energy, though. I mean, yeah, like F Houston, you know. But yeah, well, saying in a uh, saying in a uh, Sesame Street way when you're yelling at fans in the middle of downtown Houston. <laughs> but we walked so, out on the north side, and we had to cross the we had to cross the train that was there, and you know there was there was a lot of cops at the train station right there, and, and then you just kind of wandered off and. We didn't have to go far at all. 
Yeah, I saw saw uh, Chameleonaire and Paul Wall. You know, they were dropping a, some mixtapes off to, you know, the fans. But shout out to them. <laughs> nah, nah, we just... handed out on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, y'all be ready for that one. Yeah, no, nah, but... So yeah, guys. Um, Gabrielson, he's he's here now, and they presented him yesterday with the his mint jersey number four. I don't think he's ready. I think he's ready for the first game, but we'll see how long it takes him. But what do you guys think about the jersey? Do you guys like it? That uh, mint chocolate chip color. Yep, that <laughs> exact one. Yep. <laughs> Give me a little tub of ice cream. Give me a little yeah. tub of ice cream. <laughs> Funny guy. Nah, yeah, I, I don't I, like it either, though. It's. I think it's just on this, like, very simple. Like, they just chose a color and threw it together. Yeah. Like, there's no – I mean, there's no creativity to it. It's just simple. It, it's they, like just using a black shirt or a white shirt or a green shirt. Like, there's nothing special about it. What Precourt did was the day that Wolf finally wore his, you know – "Quote unquote Verde shirt to you know as a head coach for Austin FC, I think Precourt was like, "Hey yo Josh, what what color is that? You know, what color green is that?" He's like, "Oh, this is this is mint green." You know, he's like, oh, "That's gonna be our jersey color for next season." He's like, oh, "All right, awesome. That way, no one's talking about you anymore. That's Verde now." Wow. That's not even close to that's not even green anymore. <laughs> I, I really don't like it though. Everyone everyone likes it. They're in love with it. You know, and okay, it's it's nice. It's nice, okay? But if it's like my preference, um I don't want that as a jersey. It's gonna take me a while to buy it, honestly. I, I really I don't I don't really like it, man. Am I wrong for that? No, I, mean, I think it, it's a color that has to grow on people. I think a lot of people that are, are they're loving it are just believing in more in the brand and the hype than they are looking at the color. Because before this, they can't admit they like that color. <laughs> I don't know yeah, who does. <laughs> I don't like it, man, at all. I'm glad it's not the blue, it's, though. Shoo! Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good thing that was a fake leak. But it's the whole uniform. It's your shorts and your socks. So that's going to take some getting used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't like it at all. But at least it's your away uniform, so you won't have to see it in your stadium again. <laughs> well, we'll see. Last season, I think we played against uh, LA Galaxy in away jerseys. That's why it's oh, called yeah. the. That's why it's called the fi- the feeling kit because it gets in people's <laughs> feelings. <laughs> they, they they feel they feel some way about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, that you know that dropped or whatever. Yesterday was fun at Q2 with my little man. You know, got him all his little snacks and pizza, and he was tired, man. He he was he was tired, and oh, I'm sure but, he fell asleep on the ride home. Oh yeah, he did, he did. But so yeah, you know, got him all his stuff, and like shout out to all the fans that were there, telling him happy birthday and making him feel special, calling him by his name, you know, without even, I guess they just would see my RB22 and I guess listen to the show. So that was cool. Saw uh, Verde Hasta La Muerte, you know, that guy that's always commenting our stuff and tweeting on our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he, he walked up and he was like, what's up, RB22? You know who I am? And I, like, I could just tell who he was from his voice on the live spaces. 
And I was like, yeah, dude, you're better than Sala Muerte, right? He was like, yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> so sh- shout out to him. Saw Met him yesterday. Cool guy. And then saw Ari Silva uh, was next to, to that boy Kako. Uh, got, got there early, you know, so that I could get the seat that I wanted, you know, for, for my little man. So he could have, a, you know, the best view. Had a good time, but I mean, that... That's that's that until next Saturday when we have our home opener against Cincinnati, which I am so excited for. I, I, 4 0 Let's let's run up the our, our goal differential this season. We're gonna have we're gonna have the, that kind of season where we just we're gonna break records. Break records. Quote. Who do you guys that. play this weekend? So this weekend is our last preseason game and it's gonna be at the St. David Performance Center. It's gonna be against the Chicago Fire. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be at 11:30, but I don't know for sure. But that's this Saturday, February 19th. If you guys know where Verde Hill is, that's where where we'll be. Uh, not we, but I, you know Los Verdes and La Burga and everybody who's you know in this show. So I got to work. I won't be able to be there. Maybe we'll get old soccer guy to go go out there with his with his orange. See how it works out for him. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> now, nah, yeah, but so that's that's my Austin FC rant. Let's get into some, I guess, Frisco. So, we'll, we'll we'll take it this way to the Dallas. Let's 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 take let's take a little something from someone else's show that you know they they, they hop into PJ and let let's go get in our our, our PA our automobile. Hop up 35 from Austin and move on through the toll roads of Dallas up into Frisco, where FC <laughs> plays their games. We all get out and sunshine takes over. All right. But yeah, we, we had a match versus San Antonio, and I said that one a couple podcasts ago. I said there's going to be 4 1, and both of you guys jumped at me and said, What? You're crazy. 4 1. Where? Bro, they took bro. They took their their bench. They and they started their whole bench against y'all. And y'all had y'all as a whole starters. Like it was a real game. Well, I'm talking about two podcasts ago when you said, "Hey, they're I know, I know what I said. I know what I said. All right, <laughs> I know what I said. But I'm 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 defending what I said now. <laughs> well, regardless, they had starters or they had their bench. They looked like they just woke up. They didn't even like train or anything. It was just. Dang. They went on the field and started playing, and like in no time, we, we scored um, a couple goals. So that game ended up 6-0. I mean, the biggest takeaways from that game were – it was hard to tell because, again, Austin, the San Antonio Scorpions, they it didn't look like they were ready to play. And then I believe they just started their preseason that week. So they hadn't had any time to really play. And like you said, they, they probably didn't even have their starters out there. Our our front three guys, Pereira had three goals. And then um, O'Brien, he had two. And then Paul Oriola, the new signing, he had one. So that, that's six goals over the course of 90 minutes. But like I said, that one, not a lot to take away from Can it. Can I be technical opponent, again? Yeah. 60 minutes. Six goals over 60 yeah. minutes. 60 minutes, yeah. Well, I mean, again, they are a USL team, so I would hope it's 6-0. I mean, come on, man. All right, continue. Sorry. 
Well, yeah, I mean, th- and that's why I said, like, 4-1, whenever I first said that, I was like, man, they they should blow them out the water, and, and they did. Um, but like I said, there, there's for me, there wasn't a lot of big takeaways because the, the opponent just wasn't at our level. And if, if we didn't win by that score, then I'd be really concerned just comparing oh, the quality oh. players that we have versus them. All you can really judge from that game is the form of your players and the tactics. Yeah, that that's it. Um, and so then this week we had Chicago in that game. I predicted we were going to win 1-0. I thought that was going to be a little bit tighter. And it ended up being a 0-0 draw. And I think, again, the same thing. They um, The biggest takeaway for me on that game was Ferreira. He was playing a little bit a little bit too much in the midfield where I'd like to see him. He, he's our number nine and he was receiving a lot of the balls down at, at the midfield. And as a striker, you can't really do that. You, you have to sit out a little bit more towards the top and, and keep that higher back line for those defenders. And time after time, he would come back at like a number 10, similar in the role that he was playing last year. So I think, He's still used to how he played last year where he would uh, sit back underneath Pepe and then he would feed the, the wings. So that I'm a, I'm a little bit concerned with that moving forward to seeing if he can adapt playing that number nine or that, that true striker role uh, up top. And then towards the midfield, uh, the other good takeaway that I saw was uh, – I think we've we've been able to solidify who our midfield is going to be for the for the for the first week going into Toronto, and so I think that was a good Brandon Servania. He he played really good in the midfield. Paxton played really good. Um, so I think we're we're going to be solid in the midfield. But where I saw the the need for change was going to be up top. Already, dang. Well, as, like I said, the need for change up top in in, in the sense that Fededa, he really needs to – he needs to stay up there. Like well, yeah. Striker. I mean, yeah, y'all are in the MLS, not the USL. So, yeah, I mean. So, we, we I'll just be looking to see what, what he does over the, the next few games. But our next opponent is going to be in – it's going to be Houston. So, H-Town, and I have that one winning uh, 2-1. 2-1 is what I said. So I'll, go I, with the same, I'll go with the same score the other way. Is that, that open? Game's in Dallas, so I'll let y'all score a goal. Is that open to the fans? That one, I, do that. I, I don't believe so, but they are going to be streaming it. So have they, oh, had, yeah. have they had any open to the fans for you guys? No, they, they had the, – the San Antonio game was closed. They had, like, media out there, but, but not to the fans. Yeah. I thought you had one open one you were supposed to go to. No. They probably yeah, they, I thought the San Antonio game was open. Thought no. you had tickets to it. No, I didn't have tickets to it. That was uh, a, damn. That was the wrong game. Yeah. They probably figured, what's the point in opening? We're probably gonna lose more money opening the stadium than making money. Nah, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think the reason why uh, they had it closed too was because um, FC Dallas, their North Texas, they played against FC Dallas after San Antonio, so that tells you how tired they were after playing the Scorpions that day. Like the number two team for FC Dallas, they ended up playing the North Texas soccer club right after that game. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that, was like a that, that, wasn't much, that wasn't much of a challenge, but 
Um, other than that, I mean, there's nothing nothing else really going on over here in Dallas. Just looking forward to that Houston match. When is that? That'll be the match. That's going to be this weekend, February 19th. It's going to be here in uh, Frisco. All right. You guys tune into that one, Copa Tejas preview. See how these Copa, Copa Tejas teams are matching up. If if Houston goes over there and does her thing to Frisco, then, you know. Which I, the, which the I way, highly doubt. The way little kids think, you know, then Austin should be able to handle FC Frisco. No problem, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys put four goals in them. I mean, if we don't put at least two or three, then <laughs> – and that we, well, we got ourselves, but but you know how soccer goes. I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't know. matter who beats who. Yeah, yeah. Doing all the yeah, Sometimes you just don't play well, so yeah, it's just the game. That's why we love this game, man. Because it doesn't matter what minute it is, anything can change. The game can change at any moment. You know, the beautiful game. But yep, so, those two games were from one extreme to the other. The the San Antonio game was. All right, the the opponent wasn't that good, and then versus that Chicago Fire, it was it was just a little bit more of a battle. They they couldn't get, they didn't look as sharp as they did versus a, a weaker opponent the the week prior. Yeah, we'll see how they do against Dynamo. Like I said, some Copa Tejas fun for everybody, even if yeah, I'm sure whoever's yeah, I'm sure there's gonna be some Austin FC fans probably checking that game out. I'm gonna check it out because I just want to know. I just want to see how, how y'all, how y'all look, my friend of me. Yeah, I mean it. It'll be. I mean, like I said, it, it's gonna be a fun game too because the the top three they're really exciting to watch, but we just couldn't score that that goal against Chicago. Like I said, I had them winning one zero because I knew that was gonna be the one of the toughest challenges this preseason for them. And Ariola, and, what do you think about him? Uh, they. Actually, so what ended up happening was they, they started off with um, O'Brien on the left side, and then they, they switched him. So they flopped him. And once they started, once they flopped the wings, then the, the gameplay became a little bit more dynamic. So that, that's pretty cool to see that just by switching your wingers, like what you were saying with Fagundes, you switch him from the right side over to the left, he just all of a sudden becomes more effective, and that's what they did here early on in the game, and it completely changed the the rhythm of the game. Uh, so that, that was that was something else that I thought was pretty interesting for that. Let's see if Nico can can figure out the, the Frisco way. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing that I was looking at, too, was uh, – our left back that we had for many years, Hollingshead, we traded him for Farfan, the 23-year-old from LAFC, and he started that game, and he looked sharp. So I think that's a positive. And our our defenders, I think we, we solidified them as Martinez and Hedges. Um, Cerillo, he's probably going to end up being our number six. And and up top, we already know who's who's going to be there. So I think... I think it's going to be a good a good squad. It's going to be competitive, and like I said, it's going to be dependent on a lot of those top three guys to to score those goals. Fededa is going to have to become a a clinical finisher for us. All right, we'll see. I doubt it. We'll we'll see it against Houston. Yeah, we definitely. We we should be able to get two goals minimum, four goals, 
So that that'd be like another warm up play for them. Good luck. We'll see. <laughs> you know. All right, Frisco. What, that's it. That's everything that's going on over there. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's all we got going. Just those two games. All right, everybody, Frisco. Y'all don't, don't forget to pay your toll road bills. <laughs> they add up. They add up. That they do. <laughs> all right. So what's up, Mister Old Soccer Girl? <laughs> Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You're lucky you came back home from Houston last weekend. Shit, just left you right there. Find you a ride home. <laughs> but, but I would, you know, I would have came gonna... back there in some poked out swings or something. Would have found right. somebody. <laughs> yeah, would have figured it out. Yep. So, yep, now from, from now from Frisco, we'll figure our way back down to Highway 45 and run down south to, to Houston. Make, make a little uh, pit stop. For all those Bucky fans out there, hey! Shout out Bucky's. Yeah, I'm sure we can find us a Bucky's on the way. Yeah, the one out in Madisonville. But you know, we'll all right. We'll stop in Bucky's and then we'll hop back in the car and head on south. And then we'll make it to Houston and announce ourselves. So let us know we're there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> but. All right, but you know, our first first thing we'll get into is uh, you know, yesterday we released our our brand new jersey. Our our kid, they only released the top. We don't know what the shorts and or I didn't see what the shorts and shirt looks like. But it, you know, uh, I, I do like the new the new uniform the Dynamo came out with the the black with the silver MD MD answer uh, MD Anderson uh, canceled cancer center the logo. Adidas, the the stripes. We got some orange stripes around the sleeves, so it's a pretty good uniform. And they've already announced they're gonna they're gonna open the season in that uniform. So opening day, guys, we're black. So where wear your colors? Wear your colors black or this hint of blue. Need to see it in person first. So I'll get mine next weekend when I get down to Houston. Yeah, but did y'all like- y'all check it out? Yeah. They they sell it as a bundle on Amazon with that uh, Swiffer wet jet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got I, I got a mop earlier. <laughs> I already came home with a mop earlier. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about there. Look it up. It's on Amazon. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a new free, Charmin. <laughs> free advertising. But it, it it's pretty sharp. I'm interested to see what they do with the shorts and socks. What are, what are we gonna? Is it gonna be black or? I'm pretty sure it will be. So, but looks pretty good. I've I've got mine on the way already, actually. So, uh, I'll just see if I can get it soon enough to take it to Kansas City with me and wear it there. But I'll take some orange just in case. But how it's much, pretty how clean. How much are those? How much are those going for? They're one one forty nine or one fifty nine for the authentic. With the player name and jer- player name and number. Okay. What player did you get? I didn't. You just got it blank. No, I put Kamehameha on the back and put number twenty-two on the back for the year. Kamehameha. Yep. So, you'll see that on on my back, but and then I probably will get a a player one, and I was gonna put out a a Twitter a questionnaire that you know which one should I get? But I, I don't, I don't know who I really want. If it's Seabass or if it's Fafa, 
you know, or do I want the redheaded Tim Parker? So I don't know which one that, I want. That that T R O F. Yeah. Right. Yeah. O S G. You should put O S G. You know. You know what jersey I'm getting OSG. for sure. I'm getting a, a Wolf jersey, bro. Uh, number thirty three. Yep. Yep, that's he. He he's he he's my favorite player now. That fits. That's a good one to go with right there too. Yep. You want to put that number six on it? Well, number six. Why number six? <laughs> Hot take. You, you you want him to play as a as a number six? Oh, so, oh yeah yeah. My bad. So yeah. You, you you could be his advocate. You could be Wolf for six. No, that's yeah. his. Uh, that's his U.S. Men's National Team jersey number. Yeah, exactly. Six. What yeah. The- What's that design for uh, Houston Dynamo? It's like a – it almost looks like the world pattern. So since you just looked it up, it's inspired by the lifeblood of our city and minted by our history, which is a bunch of bows create the city of Houston. So that is what it is. It's representing the Bayou City Kit is yeah. what it's called. And so I guess it's is kind of uh, – S- is there any SJ earthquakes on your jersey for your history? Nope, but we do got the two MLS championship stars right above our, our Houston Dynamo logo, which I'm sure y'all saw in the picture I sent y'all or on Twitter. But we do, and that does say Houston Dynamo champions twice, not San Jose earthquakes. It does say Houston, so it's Houston. I mean, it's in the record books. It's minted in print. It can't be erased. It's Houston Dynamo, two-time MLS champion. Oh, I, for some reason, I thought it was the San Francisco Giant logo on there, but I guess not. Well, <laughs> this is Barry. This is Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's you know, it's a real logo. It's a real jersey with some real stars on it. So, but so we'll get to see that probably two weeks in a row. Yeah, with home, home game and no real game, and then moving on from the, the black jersey. The, you think you're going to play? With that, it's gonna be Isn't our road. You're gonna wear those for your first home game. Yeah, they already announced that they're gonna use. They're gonna open up the season in those. Oof! What so, time do you guys play? Hopefully, it's not like middle of the day. No, nah, we play at six o'clock. Okay. Yeah, just as the sun's starting to creep down, they won't use them at home during the summer. They'll be in. They'll be in the orange, and the, these are these will be our road jerseys. Okay. Hopefully, it's not as cold as it was last last week. Oh, uh, dude, that that did suck, but. No, I think they said weather is supposed to start being looking good for us, and we should we should have some some good. We don't have to worry about wearing jackets. We can just wear our scars. We can wear our our jerseys. We can wear whatever the hell we want, and not have to worry about bundling up. Yeah, let, let's be real, guys. There's no seasons here in Texas, so it's gonna go from like 20 degrees to 100 real quick. Yeah, yeah. between. Well, it's it's pretty much Texas. Well, it did it. It did it today. It went from seven forty. Five and, yeah, I did. I did it today for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so moving on from the, the the jersey, if y'all are done talking shit about it, uh, I like it. Suck it. Our, uh, our kit drops tomorrow, so we'll see what that looks like. Oh I'm yeah, that's what I'm asking. Do you have do you, yeah. you have no hints? That's too bad. We're moving on. I already moved on to number two topic. Uh, we we did we did sign a a new Brazilian defender. He's he's a a left back slash right back he's my primarily uh, left back his name is zika he's he's got juan carlos caraco neto that, that, the zika virus or what bringing in the zika virus from brazil 
Uh, yeah. some ties. He's he's uh, 27 years old. Uh, he's you know he's got 2022 and two club options for it. Uh, he's you know he, he he's a good he's a good attacking minded defender. So we're we're gonna use him on the right side. What it sounds like, and he's just gonna be that attacking right wing defender. And he, he's just a versatile outside back. It's been that uh, Pat Onstad has been following for many years, even back to the Columbus crew days. You know, expect him to make an immediate impact and expect him to be a starter as soon as he gets here and gets into the team. So he's still not here yet. So he will not be starting for at least a couple of games into the season. So, but we'll be, we'll be excited whenever he does show up. You know, he had other offers in Brazil, and uh, he he chose to he chose to come up here. And you know, he's been he's been in the top league for a long time. Started in 2014 as a 19 year old, and he's got a lot of good highlights. And uh, uh, what was it? Uh, 2016. He was the U23 Brazil. He was on the 23 Brazil uh, gold medal team. So he's, he's, yeah, he's got to, he's got to play with the players. He gets to play with a lot of experience and, you know, so what he brings in the highlights that you see, of course, every highlights are only highlights. They don't show all the bad things that he does and you don't get to see how he plays for an entire game. And, but, you know, they did show some defensive highlights. It wasn't all attacking, you know, he, he he looks good. So it's going to be exciting for us and help out the defense, help out the attack and the way Nagamura wants to play it is, you know we're gonna we're gonna play out the back, and they want to possess the ball, and they want to keep the ball, and they want to attack. So hopefully everything comes together for you know for everybody. So get him in here, get him into the practice, and get him onto the team. Yeah, good Lord knows that you guys need help in the back. Yeah, we we got help coming from him. We won't talk about Austin's defense, and there's still there's you still can't. talk of because you can't side, right now. I know because it's just only Keller and that's it. So we wouldn't be here very long. Um, but oh, there okay. is talks of uh, another signing or even possible two that will come in probably into the middle of the season here, maybe one here shortly. But they're they're being real real tight about any any news that they're putting out there, and they're not letting insiders have anything, or the insiders are just being really good about being quiet. But everybody keeps telling us there's more coming, there's more coming, there's more coming. As they tell us more, then. There's more coming, but we've had a, you know, we've had a decent preseason moving on to the next little topic. You know, we beat Colorado back uh, about a week and a half ago. You know, it was a solid match. Starters played half a game and we're up two to one. See that Colorado scored first seven minutes into the game. You know, I was like, oh, crap, here we go again. And then Seabass got his first goal as a Dynamo player in the 37th minute. Fafa with that nice assist. And then Andre Gito, who's a 15-year-old trialist, who we better sign pretty soon, he scored the second goal. And, you know, Dynamo as a whole looked pretty pretty good. They gave up a second goal late in the 87 minute. And then Coco with a, a late late burner stole the ball at midfield. He, he, he took – someone stole the ball in midfield, and he took the ball and just drove about 35 yards and put the ball across the net and to the corner and – Houston won the game, and that was just friggin' awesome. They, you know, against Colorado, which is a good team, and they were playing their starters, so it, you know, it was a good performance. Nagamora was happy about it, and the fans were happy about it. They got to see it because it was streamed. Then we played a USL team, Phoenix Rising. They played okay, 
They didn't play as solid. They did win the game two to one, which didn't say very much. But Corey Baird scored a goal two minutes into the game, which seems to be the theory. The theme here is a misplayed back pass. So it went straight to Baird. He turned and just him and the keeper scored a goal. Oh, easy money. And then Sebastian. So that that's multiple occurrences now, not just once. It's happened once for every team so far. So we were seeing it, you know. So it it happened for us and against us so far. So hopefully we're hopefully we're done with that and let's just score real goals because those are funner to watch. But then Sebastian Fedea scored a second goal uh, for his Dynamo in the 18th minute, and it was a pretty good goal. And then. Phoenix Rising, their 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 goal was a, a blast, just a free kick from like thirty yards out. It was it was just pretty good, you know. They did pretty good, Phoenix Rising, but whatever. And then they canceled who, who the game. Who was goalie? Who was that? Who was the goalie for that uh, free kick? That was uh that was in the twenty first minute mark, so it would have been your friend Steve Clark. Lee Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, I I did see the free kick. It was it was a pretty good one, you know, like. I don't think it wouldn't have mattered who the keeper was, but it yeah. could have been because it was Clark. But, you know, everybody was – I I even heard that it was a pretty good key, free kick before I saw the video because I didn't get to watch the game till later. And it was good. So, Dynamo looked good in that in that two – they won two and tied one and went out with no losses. And then that's when we came back and played against Austin. And as you all have heard already – you know, like that injury and then that mistake just drained the team. And, you know, from from there, it didn't a, look like they, they wanted to play at all. So you guys, a, rude, a rude awakening. Are, are you yeah. guys like like still like Austin sucks, blah, blah? Or, I mean, I mean, 4-0 is pretty good spanking. Yeah. Well, I don't – you can ask you guys if Austin still sucks, but you haven't heard it from me and I can care less to get into that type of banter. I like, I like to have the, the good old banter, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Cause right now all three I of was, us, I was so all... close to putting my hand up one more, <laughs> one more goal. And I would have had my hand up. Cause it would have been five. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, but it was a, okay, whatever. But, you know, the the coach took what he took out of it, and I, I think he said it right. And he, he he knows what he needs to work on, and they worked on it in practice. And we came out and played – what was it, yesterday? Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. We played actually played here in uh, – here in Austin. Here in Austin. Everybody knows I live in Austin, guys. It's no news. But played here in Austin uh, like at 11.30 or 12 o'clock, I think it was. And anybody watching the video, all you heard was the freaking wind. Because I guess the they forgot to put the wind protector up. But uh, playing Toronto, and Toronto played their starters. But, man, Sebastian Fidesz scored a, he- a header pretty early in the game when it was just a Griffin Dorsey or whatever his name is. We'll just call him Dorsey playing right back, made a 50 yard run up the right side. Nobody challenged him. And then he put a deep cross and Seabass put a header in. And then later, I don't know what this defender did. He slipped or whatever, but a, a, a pass that was made across the middle ended up in Pasher's pocket and he put it up 2 0. And then Toronto gets one later. But 
as far as that game that goes all together, uh, it just looked too slow to me. I don't know if that was part of the plan to slow it down to to practice on the tactics of the game before it back up, but it just looked like it was slow, boring, and windy game. But yeah, so that there's a rumor going around that uh, you guys were able to use Verde Hill to go watch the game, and yeah, you guys actually had more fans at that Verde Hill than this past Saturday in Houston. So everybody knows that that's fake news. <laughs> oh, so it's not. Oh, so it's not true. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah definitely not true. I, and I don't okay. know where Verde. Don't know where Verde Hill heard Verde Hill is even. So today, Junior. Yeah, It's probably all the the Houston fans in transitioning to being an Austin FC fan. That's right. Yeah, they're moving down the road. <laughs> it's the it's the Austin Bold fans that were there watching the game, but yeah, you know. So you guys but, ended up winning that game. Yeah, we ended up winning the game two to one against Toronto. So, like I said, we were happy with the victory. We were happy with the way the team played. Like it was just a little slower, but you know, without me being there and knowing what the coach told the guys to do, that could have been part of the plan. Just because of how it looked so bad when against Austin, he may have said, slow it down, guys, slow it down. Let's, let's, this is what we're trying to do and we'll speed it back up. And, you know, cause they were, cause if you hear the video, you could hear him saying forward, forward, forward. So sometimes you could hear him trying to speed up the game and play faster. So I'm looking forward to this game against Dallas on yeah, Saturday. I mean, that, that, that goes to show cause uh, Austin lost it to Toronto, right? Two to one or one zero. No, they was there. They lost to Toronto two, uh, two, like two, two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks prior. Yeah. Yeah. So Austin lost lost to Toronto, then Austin beat you guys four zero. But then you guys go back and, and beat Toronto two one. Yeah. So any, but yeah, anything could happen. It's you know common opponents, but not really nothing to really to go by. You know, it's it's yeah. it's preseason. It's practice. You got things to work on when it counts. Is like RB twenty two said. Is it starts next week, and all three of us have home games, and all three of us probably expect to win, and all three of us have feasible winning games. You know, uh, so Austin should definitely beat Cincinnati's butts and send them back on their high tail. Houston's hosting a tough RSL, you know, and that out Dallas has who. You have a uh, Toronto, we have Toronto, right? Yeah. You have, yeah. That that's going to be a tough Toronto, even though Toronto finished lower than all of us last year. But like I said, it's the telltale comes a week from from now. So let's get one more game, more preseason, one more good practice, Houston, and you know, get back in, and that we got to go for real. Now it's it's almost game time, and I'm ready. I know you guys are ready. Uh, we've both been to stadiums, Sunshine. I, you, you're gonna you're gonna show up to that first game a little giddy. Yep, <laughs> ready ready to go. But oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're excited. We're we got a group of uh, four friends going out there, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll we'll probably end up end up being there like two hours before game time and doing a little tailgating out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. So well, I think we all got the same plans, you know. We all got places to go prior to games and things to do in the stadiums. So it's going to be fun this year for all three of us. But as far as Houston, that's, you know, um, Dynamo Dose just announced some preseason games today 
uh, just to throw that in there for you people, you fans. But they're going to be in San Antonio this Saturday at 1 o'clock. And San Antonio F's term, that will be a closed game. So can't go to it. Sorry, I was already on my way. And they told me to turn around. So I freaking had to. Yep, sucks. Because it was right there. Uh, and well, then dang, Houston, that's that's probably why they closed it to the public. They found out you were headed over there. No, no, right? I, I, they like, why is he asking? Hold on, let's research him. Nope, don't want him to go. <laughs> yeah, let's close it down. And close it down. Yeah, but you know, the Dynamo Dos has three home games at the Houston Sports Park, and they're going to play Tulsa. They're going to play Rio Grande Valley, and then they actually get to play Dallas FC on March thirteenth. So I have not looked that up yet, Victor, but uh, or Sunshine. What are y'all doing on March 13th with Dallas? Hey, that, that's we, spring break. <laughs> I mean, are we playing FC Dallas or do, are we actually playing the next pro team and they mean to play? Because they have as, 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 as FC Dallas with your logo. No, that's, that's the next. I mean, that's on a Sunday. The th- you said the 13th? Yeah, March thirteenth. Y'all, y'all play yeah. that weekend, right? Yeah, we play on the twelfth. That that's our um, FC Dallas versus Nashville here in yeah. Frisco. Okay, so but, yeah, I guess they're just calling the, your North Texas team your FC yeah, Dallas. I think that's what they're doing. Well, that's good. I mean, they're your second team. They should be called FC Dallas instead of North Texas, anyways. So yeah, but, just so no one gets confused. Yeah, so Dynamo those preseasons going off and. Now, that'll be the last one against FC Dallas before they start their real season. Get into it. Looking forward to that. And on the other end, the in the female market, the Houston Dash have have gotten quiet in the news lately as far as adding players, but their roster is looking pretty stout. And they they've been practicing. It looks like they've been having fun from watching all the videos. So so look for, look for them, and and you know look for NWSL market to come to texas and i know austin's fighting huge and i think they're the front runners and san antonio's fighting for a wsl team but should be a good year they they don't have many teams and they're supposed to be expanding over the next few years with a few teams so austin man y'all two two years y'all might have a women's team here and then we I'm have two professional teams two professional teams the first two professional teams before any other sport, a men's and a women's. That would be Boom. friggin' awesome. Boom. And then we could just draft players from UT at that point for the women's. Yep, pretty much. You had the home. That'd be a homegrown off almost. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. But as far as that, that, you know, that's just going to wrap it up on the Houston version today. I know you've got some Houston fans on the Twitter side of things, RB, but. Uh, I'm not going to mention that guy this today. We're going to. Yeah, neither gonna, am I. But, uh, neither am I. So, yeah, I mean, the banter is, yeah, it's, it's there on Twitter. I don't have beef, like real beef with anybody. No. But, I mean, it's it's all love. It's all fun. You know, when I was in Houston, I had a lot of people, like, where I was literally turned around, making eye contact, you know, maybe saying this and that. But it was never, like. All right, well, meet me outside. You know, we were just, you know, well, well, my team, well, my team, well, my team, well, you know, just, you know, talking soccer, arg- arguing soccer. So, yeah, yeah, fun. I never, me and me and Russ went together. We are for two separate teams and we work together at the game, but it never once did I even have to 
interfere with with RB twenty two and his banter with the fans or the banter the, the fans bantering with him. So it was it was all fun for them. And like I said, I got to watch my game and I didn't have to worry about what he was doing. And he did his thing and he didn't get knocked out and nobody else got knocked out. And we drank our beers and we didn't spill our beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. So anything else besides just this next week, man? I mean, can't come soon enough. We'll ha- We'll have one more episode that we can drop. But, you know, this one's actually one that people will be able to listen to. So. You know, next weekend is our home opener, finally, to the people who ab- absolutely are underneath the rock still and do not know that because, you know, people didn't even know I was going to an Austin FC preseason. They're like, what? It's already open again? I'm like, yeah, man, season starts next week. Like, thought you listened to the pod, you know? Some support I get from you guys, you know? Yeah, <laughs> hey. yeah no, just kidding, just kidding. But, yeah, well, yeah so- well- Next, next next week, next week's episode is going to be next week's episode is going to be pretty pretty packed with us you know getting our starting lineups out and our player profiles and making our predictions to start the season and and reviewing our last preseason game too at the same time but so next week's going to get pretty hot and look for the banter to continue that that's right so yeah next week we will have we're going to do we're going to break it down into nine games and we'll uh, have our nine game prediction. So we'll 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 give our our uh, starting lineup for you know first game nine nine game prediction. Uh, pretty much how many about how many points should we have at that at that stage and uh, break down each opponent. What we think how we're gonna you know what result we'll get in that game, and then we'll and then, also give one. Ding. Well, yeah. Also, to add to that, to encourage the banter, I'm going to predict your nine games and FC Dallas's nine games as well. All right, there we go. Oh yeah, we'll also predict what place we think our each individual team will finish at the end of the season, just on the table. What if we're going to be in playoffs? And that way, at the end of the season, we can come back to this, you know, or to next week's episode and see how close we were. See if yeah, either one yeah. of us hit the mark. All right, boys. So, anything else you guys want to add? Is that it? Nope. Just Thanks. road to uh, fifty-five points. All road right. to fifty-five. Road to the playoffs. Road to the playoffs. Road, Let's road, go. Yep. Hold it points, down, man. Let's get Hold it. it down. Yeah, road to our first playoff appearance. That's what. That's what we want. Everybody's but, uh, ready. Time to get the season on. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for next week for sure. But all right, guys, thank you for listening to Texas Ring of Fire. You guys give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Stay better than my friends. I'm your host, RB22. Thanks for tuning in tonight, guys. This is Sunshine out of Dallas. Hey, guys, y'all know what's up here. This is Old Soccer Guy, and make sure y'all hold it down. Forever Orange. All right, thank you, guys. You guys have a good one. God bless. Uh-huh.